of the Daily Walk. I'm your host, Wayne Clevenger. We are in 1 Timothy 4 through 6. And Paul, remember, Timothy is the pastor to the church of Ephesus, and Paul is encouraging him to keep preaching the truth. This is a little short episode again, because this is short chapters. He just wants to encourage him to keep preaching the truth and stay away from the false teachers because what happens so often is because the word made plain, the word that is the truth, when people can't do it the way the word was meant to be held up, they twist it so that it accommodates their own lifestyle. And the very first thing he talks about is to turn away, watch out, because in the last times there will be people who turn away from their true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. So he lays it right out there that when we follow heresies, that's false teachings, it's not of God and that's of Satan. And that's... You know, what if we look at when Jesus was tempted on the mountain, that's exactly what he did. He took scripture and twisted it to make it sound like he knew. And Jesus always had the real word because he was the word and put it into truth. And even when Satan got closer to the original context Jesus just said you shouldn't tempt the Lord your God so chapter 4 he warns him that people are going to do that and that they're hypocrites liars and their consciences are dead so stay away from that and he says our hope is in the living God who is the savior of all people and particularly of all believers. So believers are going to know the truth. They're going to stay away from that stuff. So then he encourages them this. Because he's young, you know, people tend to think you don't know anything because you're young. And, you know, and I'm dealing with somebody who's young and thinks I don't know anything because I'm not as young. And it's funny how that works. But, you know, sometimes we're young and we know more than the people that have been around and then sometimes the young ones who really do have some know-how, we don't give them credit for what they know. So he says, and this is good. We had this actually printed out for our quizzers one time because we do Bible quizzing. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say and the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. And so that's not saying be pompous, but that's saying, you know, a lot of times the church 
gives young people less credit because they think they're still too young to to get it. But I know there are some young people, and, and I'm in a church of young people that I am really uh, blessed to be around because I think about where I was at their age, and they are they bless me because they live a life that's of love with faith and purity. And are they still growing? Sure they are. But they do things that I didn't do when I was their age. And so Paul is encouraging them. And he says, throw yourself into your task so that everyone will see your progress. So he's saying, keep doing the things you do with excellence and keep a close on how you keep a close eye on how you live and what you teach because everything we do people is watching us so we're all teachers of some way and make sure we stay true to what is right for the sake of our own salvation and for those who are watching us and their salvation because if we are representing Christ the way Christ should be represented then that's when we make a difference and others might come into the faith as well. So he goes into chapter 5 talking about how we should treat our elders, basically. Never speak to an old man harshly. Respect him as you would your father. But then talk to younger men as you would your brothers. Same way with women. Speak to older women as you would your mother and treat younger women with purity as you would your own sister. I think that's excellent stuff. People should take care of their relatives, especially those in their own household, because if they do, then they're denying their true faith. And so we really need to remember that as well. He goes into taking care of uh, widows and how we have a responsibility to care for widows. You know, my my son and I, we, we do a lot of work for uh, in the past couple summers for widows, and we try to do what we can to help them. And he also, Paul goes into uh, young widows. You know, there's, I know a widow that's in her 20s, was married and a week later lost her husband. And he encourages young widows to not sulk in being a widow forever that they're young go ahead and get remarried and have a life because you still have a life but live a life in jesus you know god will get you someone else and he encourages that and he talks about how elders should do their work and be well respected for it elders of the church should do the work and be paid well for it because um, especially if they're teaching and preaching because, you know, he goes back and quotes scripture that Jesus said, um, it's not right to muzzle an ox while it's treading out the grain and those who work deserve their pay. And that's in red letters. So that's Jesus speaking that. So, um, he says, don't listen to gossip. There should be at least two or three witnesses if you hear anything said about another uh, elder in the church. And so many times we get hung up in that stuff. And, you know, that's where division happens. 
what he said, she said, the best thing to do is go to the source. Don't even get caught up in it. And uh, just <laughs> stay out of that. You know, be be bigger than the chain. And if you want to know, go to the source. And so he points out, remember the sins of some people are obvious, leading them to certain judgment. But there are those whose sins won't be revealed until later. And he's telling us that, you know, there's some stuff that goes on undercover that we will not know. But God knows. So stay true to a pure life. But in the same way, some deeds that we do that are good deeds are obvious. But remember, some of the good deeds we do in secret will come out one day. So remember Jesus always said, when you give, don't let your right hand know what the left hand is doing. If you're doing good things, think about the nameless disciples in John 21. We don't have to do things for recognition. One of the most humble things we can do is to just do what's right and know it's right and not have to be knowing that we got to get recognition, fame, and fortune for it. We can just do it because we know it's right. And this is what Paul is telling us is, yes, some things you'll will be obvious that we do, but some things our prize comes from the Lord. And that's kind of been my ministry theme my whole life because that's just how we live here. And so that's something I think is huge to remember, and that's what he's telling Timothy is, look, man, you won't always get the praise, pomp, and circumstances as some of the other people do, but stay true to what you do. And so he reminds him again that there's going to be those who contradict the teachings of the word. But remember, our teachings are wholesome. They are from the living word of Jesus Christ. And we promote a godly life. So if what is being taught isn't of the word and promote something rooted in love, promote it, promotes what Jesus would do or does or says, then we have to look at what's being taught, right? And he says anyone who teaches something different than the word is arrogant and lacks understanding. And that person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments, ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicion. When that happens... You have to really take a look at things because these people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt and they have turned their backs on the truth. What is the truth? To love each other as I have loved you. I can't say that enough. This next week, depending on which way you follow Advent, is about love. And, and we have to really, really Really hold on to that. And, 
you know, Paul goes as far as say these people are more in it for the money than they are for the real godliness of things. And so we really, if if somebody is saying their way is the only way and their way is the way it has to be and they are in it enough to stir up division and they're having arguments about their way, I mean, you really have to look at what's going on because Christ isn't about arguments. He's not about division well wait he said i came to divide he didn't come to divide over how you have worship he didn't come to divide over how you have relationship with him his division is whether you want to believe or not not on the format and that's what we got to look at what are we teaching? Are we teaching a relationship with Christ first and foremost? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Are we teaching, well, no, you have to do it this way or it's wrong. That's what Paul's saying. And that's what causes division, dissension, jealousy, slander, and evil suspicions. And that's what gets division in the church. That's what gets divisiveness that's what causes all those things to rise up and that's what we have to get overcome with the love of Christ that's what the new commandment was all about un what's that word I'm looking for it's that love that's for anyone under any condition and that we just let it be unconditional that's it unconditional love and man for some of us it's not that way it's my way or the highway and we'll even blurt it out in the middle of an easter service <laughs> if you don't do it my way i'm gonna leave and it's like we we have to get past that. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, Paul says. And some people craving money have wandered from, wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Isn't that amazing? That even in the church, and we've seen that many times, especially with these televangelists, because they are in the media, so that's they get exposed first and foremost. But money has driven them to do things, and then they, they do get pierced. They get pierced because they get exposed, and then, you know, the whole world knows, you know, and it's it's sad. So Paul encourages Timothy. He says, pursue righteousness. Remember Jesus said in Matthew six thirty three, seek righteousness. Seek the kingdom first and righteousness, all righteousness. Seek the kingdom first and all righteousness, and all these things will be given you. And so Paul says, pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Wow. Wow. He's saying what Jesus said in a different way. And he says, fight the good fight for the true faith and hold tightly 
to the eternal life to which God has called you, which you have declared so well for many witnesses. So we have to fight that so that others will see, so others will believe that we believe what we say we believe. And then at just the right time, Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and only almighty God, the King of all kings and Lord of all lords. See, it's up to us. And that's what he's telling them. Represent well. Represent well. Don't fall into the traps of those that, and he's, we know we're going to see later where people were in Second Timothy, where people were going to fall away. Remember he said that because they're going to want to get into something that's going to be easier. But here's the thing. Is it really easier? Because we're going to live in a place of unrest, which I talked about yesterday, if you tune into our service at Homestead or on Compassion Church. And the truth is, it's not really easier because in Christ, we can do all things because we have the same power in us and more, Jesus said in John fourteen twelve. All the things I have done, you will do and more. <laughs> so he's given Timothy this encouragement to pursue righteousness, that power, and a godly life. And he says, all honor and power to him forever. Amen. So a nice little excerpt there on encouragement. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep remembering who you are in Jesus. Don't get dissuaded. I was going to say persuaded, but dissuaded is a better word by the false teachings out there. And stay true to who you are. Your example could be just the example someone is needing especially this week as you enter in your work week to find salvation in Jesus Christ because you made the word of God speak. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow. Word of God speak.